Welcome back to the Coast to Coast Podcast. I'm Justin Patrick, and with me, as always, Zach Taylor and Sean Filson. And today, what we got in store for you here is that we're going to be doing this little thing we came up with. We've been working on the past two weeks. It was it was Z's idea, and it's going to be making a case. So pretty much what one person is going to do, they're going to make a case of what they think could happen. There's a possibility of it could happen in the NBA in the uh, foreseeable future. And then the other two have to see, talk and say why that can happen, why, yeah. why it's possible. We, we want to we wanna kind of spearhead some hot takes. We want to we – wanna ma- and we all – honestly, a few of mine are a little – I'd say that I think they're kind of hard, and I kind of just want to put you guys to the test. See if you guys can, if you guys can convince me on why this can happen. I mean, you're, you'll be doing the heavy lifting, heavy lifting for me at least. Hey, it's. I mean, it's not things that are. I mean, they're going to be things that are definitely possible, but we're going to try to make them like difficult. They're probably not going to happen, but we're going to give a re- we're going to give like our reasoning like backing why it is like a possibility to become like an actual thing. Even if it's like the most outrageous thing ever, like Shaquille O'Neal comes out of retirement. Like, you know, yeah, I mean, like that's well, impossible. Well, um, <laughs> we are not going into that. Yeah, I mean, no, I, no one's going, I'm not picking that. So, I mean, I guarantee y'all. But I, I do have a twist for it. So we're going to do four that are what we would say like reasonable with air quotes, like it, you can you can make a case for it, okay? And then we're also going to have one. Each one of us is going to have one at the end that we think is either funny or it's just completely outrageous or – I mean mine, I just want to hear you guys talk about it. So, Justin, how about you go ahead and get us started? Give me your first make the case. So my first make the case is – I know Z is going to like this one. He's not going to have a hard time talking about it – is that the Milwaukee Bucks will – be in the Eastern Conference Finals for the next three seasons. You can go first, Sean. Okay, so with this, I just want—I want to have like an open conversation. About uh-huh. it. I don't—I don't want to just like list off all the reasons. But okay, so obviously they have one of the best players in the league right now, in Giannis Antetokounmpo. They have a great supporting cast around him with Chris Middleton, uh, Eric Bledsoe, Brooke Lopez. You know, I. I mean, George Hill, George Hill, Dante DiVincenzo, and you know, even though they're not a big market team, they still have a really good team that can attract free agents. Like Brooke Lopez wasn't a huge free agent a couple years ago. I mean, a mid-level exception player, yeah. exactly. But I mean, he used to—he's the all-time leading scorer in Nets history. Mm-hmm. So he is a big-time player. It, and honestly, we we honestly just got lucky and bought low after a season exactly. that he did nothing for the Lakers. That's what happens when you play for the Lakers and you're <laughs> not a superstar. Anyways, um, but with the Bucks, if they just keep this team around, there's nobody in the East that is – there's not two teams in the East that are definitely going to be better than the Bucks in the next three years. Right. Like the only one that in my eyes has a chance to like – Zoom up and be on the top is the Boston Celtics. I mean, and they're probably not going to be in the Eastern and, Conference and, Finals. And that that's very dependent on, like, if Jason Tatum really makes that next step. Jaylen if if Jalen Brown isn't, in my opinion, just a defensive player, like, he can really show up as a second option in scoring. But, like, for the Bucks, like, I know I've hyped it up enough, but, like, okay, we have the best record two years in a row. Um and, like, I just feel like with coaching, as long as we're staying the scheme, as long as we're keeping Giannis happy, being competitive, the next three years should be, especially compared to, like, strength in the East, like, 
at worst, what are we like three years from now? Like the best team, in my opinion, maybe like between like us and the Hawks, or and that, that's a and, and there's that, a that, lot of factors. Yeah, yeah going that, into that that's a lot of moving parts. Maybe the Heat if they stay together, like and if we're talking just going to the East Finals, I I, I, I it's almost like easy to make that case for it. But yeah, I think I think I think with the best player going into his prime, it's definitely possible. Having well, I mean, saying you're in the East, like. And you still have to have two teams that are better than you. To not make East Finals. Exactly. Yeah. Now, if it was saying that they're going to the Finals three years in a row, that would be a harder case to make. But since you're going to the Eastern Conference Finals, you ha- you only have two teams that can go there every year. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, the Bucks are easily the best team in the East. You got the Raptors, and then the Celtics, Heat. Those aren't – like, the, none of those three teams are going to beat Milwaukee in a best-of-game series that I can see. All right, so case made there. All right, Sean, so you're up next. Okay, so mine is actually going to be going off of that in a, in a little fashion. Um, I want you all to tell me why Giannis will leave Milwaukee in 2021. Justin, please go first. Please go want, first. I don't That's want it. any screaming, uh, but um, <laughs> I, I'm scared. Okay. what he's going to um, say. Why he will leave. I have a yeah. ma- make a case for why my favorite player <laughs> is going to leave my favorite team. Is, yep. this, your, is this your funny one? No, this I mean, is... I, I oh, find it kind of funny. Well, okay. I'm finding it funny. Okay, uh, the reason that I'm bringing that one up is because there's been so many reports lately that right. the Bucks have to play it perfect to keep him. And I mean... It happened to the Thunder where we had to play it perfect. We almost played it perfect, I want but you to know we I'm, blew I'm, a 3-1 I'm lead. I'm staring eye-to-eye into my bobblehead Giannis up there right now. Okay. But, I mean, the Warriors have had reports lately that they're going to go all in. The Heat are making cap room. Okay, the, the easiest case that I can make for it is just the fact that um, if the Bucks can't put up the winning, we can't put up enough winning, like, like a culture around Giannis. Let's say we lose – um, Eric Bledsoe, or we make like a wrong trade. Let's say we try and trade Chris Middleton for someone, some other star, and they just don't fit right. Um, I don't see coaching as being a reason, so I don't want to say that's going to like affect it. Um, I kind of feel like Bud is kind of locked in for at least another five or six years with us. Um, it has to be just like the Bucks aren't being competitive enough, or it 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 could be like a KD scenario. Like let's say we go to the East Finals, and I don't know, like let's say like. Like a, a Heat team or a I don't uh, a Celtics team, like they're they're really just putting up a great effort against us. So he's kind of like, all right, well, why would I stay here if I can just go there and have a better chance to win? But keep in mind, he is gonna he he's putting on the table to lose if he doesn't resign. Like what it was like a hundred and twenty million. So it, like if he if he if he signs another team, he can get four years. 425 or something like that and then if he goes if he stands to the bucks it's like five years 527 or something like that like something something ridiculous yeah you like, get you get he gets like 50 million a year i know the gap is like 150,000. Like, it, it's I, ridiculous i know it i don't think i don't think we're getting to like a 400 million rate yeah. but like definitely getting close to 300 yeah. million is what it, it's at. a it's a huge amount of money he's just leaving it's gonna be like to something leave. that's like groundbreaking that we haven't seen pretty much yeah. ever in the nba that's we're, that we're gonna be seeing coming for yachts and, and i think i think the um how everyone's talking about how like the the salary cap might be lowered because of the whole coronavirus uh breakdown of their economy I think that actually could give even more teams an, a chance to throw a bid at Giannis. So that obviously doesn't help his chance of resigning. 
So what I think it, it the reason why is because he wants to be part of a team that has other mem- other star members. Super team forming pretty much would be the point exactly. And the reason for that is because simply Giannis, you know, he doesn't have like superstar athletes around him like you would say for like AD and LeBron. But the thing is, what team is that that's going to be able to put that cat space up is, is my question right. is because we saw a lot of this try and happen the past in the, this past off season because a lot of teams try to form a lot of superstar duos and you know, we we saw in los angeles for both the clippers and the lakers we saw it in houston as well with westbrook and james harden i mean you're seeing it around the league you saw a lot of duos be made but with Giannis, i mean who's going to be able to have that sort of cat space right. that's the that's the main question because apparently Giannis, seeing him on a super team, that's the only way that he can really win a championship at this point right now. Yeah, it right now it's it's that would he rather have one centerpiece or the parts? Yeah. Because the Bucks obviously have all the parts, but if he wants that that dynamic duo, someone who's gonna be like his second option, whether it's a guard or someone like feeding the ball or a wing player, like then either the Bucks would have to make a move to get someone like that, or he's just not gonna be there. So what you're thinking about in that scenario is like a Miami Heat one or like how the Nets went this offseason and got yeah. both Kyrie and KD. It, 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 I, I don't think there's a team set up right now that he would just immediately go to and has cap room. That's the thing. I think it almost has to be a team that's like doing like what you said the Nets are doing. Like they almost have to like in one summer just rake all the pe- all the pieces they want in, you know? Yeah. Because I don't, I don't think – a younger team, like let's say the Nets, who have fifty million in cap room this offseason, or forty-five million in cap room, I don't think they make a move. Like, or I don't think they're like setting themselves up to make a move for Giannis whenever like they're a younger team than what he would be wanting for. Would you think that, that he would be able to go to a team that's more of a higher stature, that's been in the playoffs in the past couple seasons, or you think it's someone who just hasn't been like around at all, someone who's just been on the on the downside of when it comes to being eligible for the playoffs? I I don't know. I I can't like. Obviously, like you could put Giannis on any team. That's the thing. Yeah. So I don't. I don't really know. Like, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not sure about like what team specifically like should make a move because you got to think. You got to got to come into like thinking about like let's say like if the Magic. I don't know. I mean, we nobody thought the Nets were just gonna blow it up and then just pull in all these parts. So I don't know. Maybe like a team like the Magic or the Hornets. They just dump everything and then try and get Giannis and another star Hornets, or something. Hornets, well, you'd think it's yeah. a you'd think it's a big market team. Yeah, gonna, it, would, it would have to. The mo- well, the most set up team for that right now would be the Miami Heat. So if they what, if they were just going to bring and that, in and that's star. that's literally just because they already have Jimmy Butler locked up and they and, have Bam, yeah. Tyler Hero, all that's the team that I think has the biggest chance of taking Giannis away from Milwaukee. But the thing is, I mean, they did this with LeBron, you know, years back, about ten years back, they did this with LeBron as well. But the thing is, will they be able to keep all those smaller parts like Tyler Hero and Bam? Yeah. You know, well, they're that, on the rookie contract. Yeah, that's so. true. But I mean, that's the thing that not trading a lot of those players that make the Miami Heat what they are now. Because Miami Heat right now, they're what? They're fourth in the East, I believe, before the season went under right. uh, postponed. Yeah, they're they're competing. So they, they definitely have a chance to get Giannis. Okay, I think you guys did a good job on that one. So, Zach, what you got for us? So, I want you guys to make a case for me that the Atlanta Hawks are making the playoffs next season. Keep in mind, they are currently 20-47. and 47. Okay, so... In my eyes, to make this happen, Trey Young is going to have to be the star that he is. They are going to have to ace this pick in this draft, which is going to be extremely difficult because they're, this is not a good draft. No, it's not a good draft. And they're, um, I don't want to cut you off, but they're what? They're seated at like the fourth pick, I believe. I, I think they're either fourth or fifth fourth. pick. 
I mean, that's where they got Trey Young last time. I'm just yeah. saying. But there's no – what they need is a star on that team to make them, like, legitimately start going, like, with Trey Young. And I don't think that they have it at this point because John Collins, he's he's like Serge Ibaka was. He, not as a not as a player, not comparing how they play, but he's like that third starter that you want with the team. Yeah. And he's he's not going to be your star, but he's going to be like one of the best role players on your team. Yeah. And they're going to end up overpaying him, which sucks. But what they're going to need to do is their role players are going to have to play perfectly. Like Kevin Herter, Cam Reddish, uh, what's his name? The... I can't think of his name. Dodger Hunter. Yeah, that's it. Uh, and then Clint Capella, he's going to have to play great next year. Like they're, it's just if they're going to go in with the same team that they have, they're going to have to like their smaller pieces are going to have to play their butts off. Right. And I think that they're going to need more veteran leadership in the locker room. Of course, we love Vince. Everybody loves Vince Carter, but they need. A player that can play and that will be a teacher. Kind of like Chris Paul, but obviously you're not going to go and get Chris Paul. A player like, I don't know. I say Jared Dudley because he's a great locker room presence, mm. but I don't think he I think he brings less to the, to court, less to oh, the yeah, court. Oh, yeah, for then. sure. But you you just have to think of a like a veteran player that would get playing time that's not going to cost a lot of money. Well... Simply the fact, I mean, you were on the dot with it is, you know, players have to step up. Cam Reddish, you know, he's got to step up. He's got to get better. Uh, Collins, he's got to step up, and he's got to get better. I mean, they have a lot of young talent around this team right now that they can build off of. And like you said, they need the aces next pick. I mean, this team, I mean, it's still very young. It really just comes down to coaching and the progress that these players can make in the next in within the next season to be able to make the playoffs. That's just a matter of the fact. I mean, coaching is a big part of it, but right now, I mean, these players are still young and very inexperienced. You know, Trey Young's having a great year right now, but the rest of the team, they still got to step up and get get to their part. I'm not a I'm not a huge fan of the Hawks, like the way they're built. I'm not. Like, I love Trey Young. I really like John Collins, but I just don't like all the players that they have around those two. I Like like I said, I think they need a star. And the best thing about it is I'm pretty sure they have like $55 million in cap room this offseason. I know they yeah, have the most out sure, of anyone. It's for sure 50 into that. They so they could bring in a max free agent, which yeah. the max free agents this year are Anthony Davis, which – He's that would not, be legitimately if, perfect. If they got Anthony Davis, don't y'all can stop talking right now. He, boom, that's the, it. They would be. I think they would be a top four seed. Yeah. Just just from Anthony Davis alone, that'd be pretty. It'd be pretty, but I don't think LA's gonna like. No, pass oh, he, they're he, not he, passing up. He, he he's not. He's not leaving. There's no way. Okay, so with that, I mean, Demar Derozan, Andre Drummond, that, they're oh, not gonna get Drummond. I don't think they'll get Derozan. I want Gordon them Hayward. to go after Brandon Ingram. That is the thing for me that, like, he's, I believe he's restricted. He is. So um, the, but, the Pelicans are going to match yeah, anything that they. I, I know, but, like, that's, like, the one player that, like, he fits them age wise. He fits their play style. They're already trying to be baby warriors. Why not get baby KD? Why, like, like, what, what about, like, Kyle Lowry? I mean, that, they that, would have that, to trade for him. Though. That would either force you to have to make, play Trey Young or Kyle Lowry at shooting guard. And both yeah. of them are so small that I almost, like, I almost, like, wouldn't threaten it. Yeah. 
But so I, I Zach has the free agents for this summer pulled up. One player that I think would be great to bring in for like one or two years, um, just like a short like. You know how J.J. Reddick gets those big one- or two-year deals? I think Paul Millsap would be really good to bring in that team because he's been there. I think he could fit perfect with uh, John Collins. That's what I'm saying because he's a defensive-minded four. You could play Collins at the five, but they do have Clint Capella. That's the only problem. Yeah. So position-wise, it's not the greatest fit, but I think he he can get the playing time. He can – Fit the team. Mm. They don't have to pay him a super ton for a long period of time. And, you know, he's already played there, so he has connections with the team, like with the owner. I mean, obviously they have a different coach at this point. Yeah, but, I don't hate that. I don't hate that at all. So I think that would probably be their, like, best move this offseason to make themselves become playoff contenders. Because we, you and I had them as playoff contenders this season. Yeah. And then no, they just – Nothing. They didn't do anything good. Like they, I mean, they made a lot of midseason trades that just didn't do anything for them. And I mean, it's a young team. I get it, mm-hmm. but I, 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 the thing is, like, y'all are all y'all are saying like the perfect things. I think, I think, I still like the fact that they're still trying to make moves. I'd rather have I like if I'm a Hawks fan, I would so much rather my team be trying to make these moves, trying to get Clint Capella, trying to like do stuff like this and set my team up rather than someone who's just going to be like, like how the Pelicans were with Anthony Davis and just be like, oh, they'll get it eventually. They'll just take off. We're fine. Yeah. We'll just draft. But I, I, that, that's it for me, honestly. Y'all made the case for that one. Justin, what do you got? So for my next one, it's kind of going back to uh, the East again. Uh, so I'm going to be going with the Miami Heat. The Miami Heat will be going to the Eastern Conference, Eastern Conference Finals next season. I can see it. I definitely see it. Because I could see them going to the Eastern Conference Finals this year. Besides the Bucks, the other spot is wide like, open. Like, like for okay, me, what two, about, no, what two. about this? What about this? Winning the Eastern Conference Finals instead. Ooh, that one's going to be more difficult. It's, it's still the same explanation, though. It's, it's, yeah. it's harder for them to make that case. But I'm for me, at, from two through five, all those teams are the same skill level to me. Like I they're agree. They're slightly different. They well, obviously, two through six because the 76ers yeah, are the sixth seed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, well, like they, I don't know. They, like, obviously, they they all have different strengths and they all play like the Bucks differently and the rest of the league differently. But like skill level wise, like if we're doing a power rankings, they're all probably like what, like teams like six through ten. Yeah, they're all like almost straight in order, six through ten, right there. Or yeah, because like I, I or, mean, you or, got or, the or Bucks, like then. or like eight through twelve. Like they're they're all like in a chunk right there. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but I think the Heat. To make the Eastern Conference Finals, I mean, you said it. They could probably make it this year. Let's say, let's say they get matched up against, I don't know, like they get the Nets or the Magic first round, something like that. And I then, think they're the, I think they're the four seed. So they would get what Seventy Sixers and then no, they would get Celtics and then y'all, which they wouldn't make it with that. I, I I think that's one of the hardest matches they can get if they could somehow get like Pacers, and then I don't know. Not they, they need to be. The they need to be either two or three seed, and then play the second or third seed yeah. in the second round. Yeah. If they play the Bucks in the second round, they're not making it. Yeah. Point blank. It's it, it's purely based on seeding. As long as they don't play the Bucks until the actual Eastern Conference Finals, they can make it. And I I love what Jimmy brings to the team. Yeah. I, I would take Jimmy almost on anyone in playoffs. Oh, for sure. Um, they're young guys. So we're going 
to next year. We're not going yeah. if this season continues. No, We're going no, to 2021 no. season. Yeah, 2020. Okay. Okay. So with that, you're going to have another year on Bam, who became an all-star starter this season. You got another year with Jimmy Butler integrating with the team, putting, you know, the heat culture. They're going to have Tyler Hero, all these young guys, Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, Kendrick Nunn, Bam. All these young guys are going to get another year under their belt. They also have, I think, $35 million in cap room. So they could sign a big-time free agent this summer. And obviously there's no huge, huge free agents besides I, Anthony Davis. Everyone's just playing for 2021. Though. Exactly. So I think that they'll probably sign somebody for a huge one-year deal. Like I, I, I think they should definitely try and make a move for like what we were talking about, like Paul Millsap or some veteran that you, they could you, get, you just overpay them one season. They just kind of help you make playoffs. They help you make Eastern Conference Finals. And then you don't resign him after that, and then you make a play on a. Well, the star. perfect the fir- perfect player for that team would be Danilo Gallinari. They tried to get him this season, and then talks just fell through the floor because they wanted him to sign for a one year extension. So mm-hmm. they get him next year, and then they have their cap open up for twenty twenty one. And he wants a long term deal. Yeah. But he would be the perfect fit for that team, having play him at like three four. Well, playing because Jimmy plays the f- three. You play Kendrick Nunn, Duncan Robinson, Jimmy Butler, Danilo Gallinari, and Bam. That's so young. It's I mean, but that's the team that they're running with yeah. right now. But they have Derek Jones Jr. as their power forward. Yeah. But you play that five, that's spacing. All yeah. of them can shoot. I mean, Jimmy Butler has horrible percentages this year. Bam can shoot. He can pass the ball. He's like a Jokic that can play defense. He's mm-hmm. a small Jokic that can play defense because – 5.2 assists this season, and he could – I mean, I just – I love the Heat team. If they can get another – like, I have them on, in the Eastern Conference Finals this year. Yeah. Like, I love the Raptors, but this Heat team just – I think they're going to go to another level mm-hmm. in the playoffs because these rookies and young guys are really good, and you see that. Yeah, but I I just think it it's another you have to get a big time free agent, not a big time, but like a mid tier free agent. I think, I think to, they just have to spin that cap. That's exactly, not, they just they they cannot just go in, and I I don't want them to just try and be like, oh, we have thirty six million or whatever. Let's get let's try and get four players. No, get like one, get like one player, and then like a mid level exception player. And just try and get like the best you possibly can, even if it's your if you're overspending for the one year. You're not, you know what happened the last time they did that. Like they got Dion Waiters, James Johnson, Kelly Olynyk. They got they got all those for about twelve million, yeah. and they're all gone. I, I mean know, Kelly Olynyk's there, but I mean I don't. They they just have to make a play on someone that makes that team better for the one season because they don't care about keeping that player. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah I mean so. I see what you guys are saying with there. Uh, you kind you're saying more. They got they need to invest a little bit more in players right now for next season at least. Spend that cap a little bit more, and then maybe there should be a shot of them winning the Eastern Conference Finals. Oh, I forgot to mention they also have no reason to not try and win. They don't have any of their picks. I mean, like, yeah, they don't have the twenty twenty because the Thunder have that pick. So like, there's so they should have no reason to not be trying to make moves to make playoffs. That's that's my last thing. All right, case made. 
All right, so me, I got, tell me why Kevin Durant will win an MVP while wearing a Nets uniform. Well, shoot. We, we, we've talked about it before, how, like, if we take out Katie's injuries, like, how I think he would be in the GOAT talk with LeBron at this point. Um, so, obviously, I think he's a chance. Um, also, like, next season, if we're talking, like, MVPs, like, do, do y'all have it any different than now? LeBron, Luka's probably in there for me. So, for me, like, the top three would be Katie, Luka, Giannis. Yeah, I doubt they give it to Giannis three years in a row. Like, whatever. Let's say Giannis has, like, a down season. Whatever. Okay? So, it, it's really, like, like Justin, he's going against Luka or him. You you give me a 30-point KD season coming off of a, a season-ending injury. And they say he leads the Nets to top three seed. If, if they're even top four, he's probably going to win MVP. And he's got Kyrie there to help him do it. Because I mean, people, people will also say, like, oh, like, Lucas Young, he'll probably get one later. So they're not just going to, like, throw it at him. That's the thing. So, like, for me, it's almost like if, if he shows out and comes back being the player that I think he's already ready to be, I think he's been ready for over, like, even before – the season ended, I think he was ready to come back. So it's kind of like he's taking this extended time. He's obviously working on his game this whole time. As I want him to add more dribbling, honestly. More if he, dribbling. If he, if he can come out there and, like, let's say this whole time, like, he's just been working on his handles and, like, making it to where, like, he's always wanted to play the four and play the three. Like, he comes out here and is out here out dribbling every other three. I mean, he's MVP for me. Didn't his injury happen while he was dribbling, though? Yeah, it was so, like a step. Back yeah, he, he, you know, because he planted and it just it, it was. I mean, we saw the slow motion video and that that it wasn't pretty. It wasn't a pretty sight. I mean, you you literally saw it pop out. It wasn't good, but he's got Kyrie there. You know, he's he has he has the weapons around him that can get him that thirty point season that can get him that MVP spot. You know, also a top three seed is very much so possible with Kyrie and KD. I yeah. mean, you saw Kyrie do it in other places. You saw him do it in Boston, pretty much with no help. That except for what, like, a baby Jason Tatum. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's all he did it with. So I mean, and it was in the East again as well. So it's very much so possible. I mean, now you have KD in the situation. Shoot, they might be threatening to be like you know a spot to go to the finals. We don't even know yet. I mean, it just because right now Kyrie, we don't know what he'll be like going up with KD because these two, they're known to have somewhat big egos. You know, putting themselves in first a little bit because we saw KD do that with the Thunder you know we we seen Kyrie he had a little bit of an he's had a little bit of an attitude of problem with the Nets as it is so far uh so right now it's pretty much what the chemistry is look, looking to be like at the beginning of next season but right now it's very much so possible for KD to get that MVP season depending on how Kyrie goes with him right I think it'll be kind of a statement year for him like if I'm Kevin Durant I I pretty much like blow their chance to win the finals against the Raptors because I got hurt, okay, because I think they could have beat them, okay, then you miss an entire season when you could have been working with your best point guard, and for the casual fan, like, you've heard nothing about Kevin Durant, if you, like, like, he, he doesn't, he, like, obviously he's been resting, we've seen, like, pictures of him in in a suit on the sideline, but, like, it's almost like he wasn't even alive for a year that's what it feels like to me like like he was literally in the running like for MVP the year that they won the finals yeah so like I mean we haven't seen anything from him since then that's the thing like it's just kind of like like he got hurt and then everyone's like okay it might not be that bad then they're like okay it's kind of bad but he's been out for a year and then now I 
I think he's going to explode. I, I think he's still going to be on, like, a minutes restriction for, like, the first, like, ten games. But after that, like, I don't know. He he could come back full, like, with no minutes restriction Talking just because it's so long. KD, I kind of want to switch one of my cases out and put it with one I just can't kind of thought up with a little bit. And, like, after this, I'll, I'll say it and get it to you. But... So you're saying that this year is the best year he – or the best chance he has at getting an MVP, like, next season because – they won't want to give Giannis three in a row. Exactly. Luca will definitely get one later in his career. I, I, I think it kind of just like this, everything kind of falls in line to set him up if he shows out. Honestly, if anyone shows out, if any veteran shows out and really go guns for it, they have a good chance to get it. it like, I think like, like at this point, Harden's not going to get one. I think Giannis won't get a third. So it's kind of just like, all right, Curry, you want to have a ball your baller season? KD, you want to ball out? LeBron, I guess, if you really want to show out next season. Shoot, like Anthony Davis, Anthony Davis is another like, one. Like if, if they whoever really wants it next season, and if Luca doesn't just bring the Mavs to like a top three seed in the West, then you can take it. I like it. Case made. So my second one is going to be back on the heat. So make me a case for why Jimmy Butler is actually a good teammate and locker room attitude to have. So, with Jimmy Butler, obviously we've heard from multiple sources since his Timberwolves. I mean, you could say a little bit on his Bulls days, but not as bad. When it came to the Timberwolves, though, that's when they had that, oh yeah, my third stringers beat the starting lineup with Andrew Wiggins and Cat, And he was not a good locker room presence there. And then he went to Philly. I mean, you have a lot of big heads at that. Point. And you have, I mean, you had Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, Jimmy Butler. Tobias Harris is really a non-factor when it comes to big heads in the locker room. But, you know, Joel Embiid wants to be the guy. He, like, wants to be the – he's kind of like Shaq. He wants to be the one talked about on the team. Like, he wants to be the spotlight player. He wants to get everything going his way. So, you have that. You have Ben Simmons, who likes the spotlight. I mean, you can you can kind of tell that he likes the spotlight. And then you have Jimmy Butler, who was definitely the clutch player on the team. He, like, when it came to the end of the games, Jimmy Butler got the ball. And I think that's a lot of the reason why the 76ers aren't as good this year. Because they don't have that clutch leadership at the end of games. Which... Shows, I mean, while it didn't show in the locker room, I think it showed on the court that he had the leadership to take over the game at the end of games, and his teammates trusted him for that. And then now that it comes to the heat, uh, you see that they completely turned their team around because they were, what, the ninth or tenth seed last year, and they got Tyler Hero on the lottery. And then Jimmy Butler comes in. He's bringing these young guys. They have two undrafted players in their starting lineup. Yeah. Ja, or not John ja Morant. Uh, Kendrick Nunn and Duncan Robinson, both undrafted players. Then you have Bam, who had a breakout year. Like, I could see him getting most improved player this year. Then you have Tyler Hero, who's a rookie. You have Kelly Olynyk, who was in – the biggest thing that has happened in his career is he tore Kevin Love's, what, labrum? Mm-hmm. Um, they just, 
they have a lot of these like side pieces and you didn't think of them coming into this year as a contender for anything. Right. Like when the Thunder got their twenty one their twenty twenty one and twenty twenty three picks, I was like, let's go. The Heat are gonna suck for years to come. But Pat Riley's building a good team around them. And I think it all starts with Jimmy Butler. Because he changed the he he changed the locker room from what it was to what it is now. And he made them from a mediocre potential playoff team to a top four seed. I so what I what, what I think about Jimmy Butler is because he he did play with Dwayne Wade. I think right now, what it seems to be, he is a Dwayne Wade two point you know, Also in Miami as well, but the thing is, he he he's playing in the league to where you can you can consider him a sort of a vet, but he's still a a star player, you know, type of guy. He still he still has that type of skill that he can lead the team, you know, be a starter, a great starter. But also, he's the type of guy where I think he didn't want to play with guys that were at his level and guys who think that they were just the top notch. I think he he is the type of guy that wants to play with younger guys who can build and are inexperienced, and he could sort of teach them. Because Dwayne Wade, he did that a lot. You know, he he worked with a lot of younger players in Miami, and he built with them. So I think that's what Jimmy Butler is right now in Miami, is a Dwayne Wade 2.0. Well, that's what he had in Minnesota, and he didn't get along with Wiggins and Cat. I I think Wiggins and Cat were also a little bit too much of the spotlight at the time. Well, when you come in as the number one overall pick, the thirtieth pick in the draft can't tell you what to do. Yeah, I mean, even if he is a star at the time, um, but I th- I think he is a. I don't think he's an amazing locker room presence, but for the Heat team. They're rubbing off on him, and he's real good friends with D-Wade. D-Wade wanted him in Miami for years. Exactly. I, I think he's built a lot off D-Wade, of knowing D-Wade. He's, he's got a lot of tips and advice from D-Wade. I think I just simply just think Minnesota and Philly, they, they just weren't the matches for him. And then the Heat is the match. I mean, Chicago was a great match for him. He did, he did just fine there. His career, it jump-started in Chicago. You know, and also I don't really think it matters what pick you were. You could have been, you know, the 52nd pick or you could have been the first pick. It doesn't matter. Whatever it, whatever can happen. Look at Brady in the NFL. He was 199. It doesn't matter what pick you are because at the end of the day, it comes down to what you're doing in the actual league, in the actual game. So it doesn't matter what pick you are. But I was saying that when it came to Cat and Wiggins, their egos were higher because they were the number one yeah. pick in the draft. And then... Uh, Jimmy Butler was the thirtieth pick in the draft, so his his ego isn't going to be as high. It, He's like it, Jimmy Butler had to fight for his spot. That's what he's saying. Like Jimmy Butler was like a thirtieth pick, was having to like when he was on the Bulls, it was really like, all right, well I'm a backup. Okay, let me work for it. Okay, and now I, I'm a starter. Okay, now I'm I'm a star. Now I'm an all star. Like he was working to come from it, while like Cat was like Cat kind of like went to Kentucky, went got drafted number one overall, got and then Andrew Wiggins same thing. Went went to Kansas, got drafted number one. It's kind of like it's not that they, they they thought they were better than him. It was literally just like, oh well, like, okay, this guy just worked super hard, but he now he's finally at our level. They obviously thought they were better, but like, I think, I think, I think I made the case perfectly. I think their the Heat team, just their scheme, the way that they work out, like we've we all know like how their conditioning was whenever LeBron was there. Like it was they worked full days, like just running almost on over the summer. Like it was just constant conditioning. And I think that fits perfectly with the way that Jimmy Butler wants to be coached. That's the thing. That's the thing for me. It's like, like y'all said, if, if he, he needs to be coached correctly, that's the thing. For sure. And when he's coached 
but I mean, the coaches he has had are not good. Tim or Tom Thibodeau is not a good coach. Thibodeau, like, but I I think the fact that he just ran him the full like 40, that's, what, that's 40 what I, mean. I think that's what he almost wanted. Like he almost he obviously did his body didn't want that, but oh, yeah. I think like that's all like. Coming from like where he came from, like such like an underground kind of player, like like he almost wanted to have to earn his spot through that. He didn't he go to Marquette? Yeah, because that's where that's where D Wade went, mm-hmm. and well, there's there's a lot of similarities yeah. between those two, which is nice. But yeah, I I just think yeah. he he had to have a good coach to bring the best out of him, and I think Pat Riley being there is probably one of the best things sure. for him because Pat Riley is one of the top people in all of the NBA from like GMs, coaches, anything. He's one of those top people. I mean, and he's also you know, Eric Spolstra, he worked with Dwayne Wade as well. He coached Dwayne Wade. So, you know, it's probably not as hard for Eric Spolstra exactly. to get along with him because he worked with pretty much the exact same version of Jimmy Butler just an earlier time. Exactly. He's basically Dwayne Wade two point Yeah. All right, so my next make the case for you guys is going to be in Philadelphia. It's going to be the 76ers, and it's going to be, is it the end of the process? Okay, so Zach and I are going to agree on this completely because we've literally talked about this so many. I Have we talked about this on the podcast yet? Um, Maybe. Okay, I know we so, talk about it all the time. Right, before we start, okay, so Justin's saying, do you get rid of Joel Embiid or Ben Simmons? Yes. They, okay, so. On three. One, two, two three. three. Trade Simmons. Joel Embiid. Uh, I'm kidding. Okay. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay. I, okay. I really wanted to say, I, when, when we were doing that, I was like, bring J.J. Redick back. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. I, but then I was like, okay, maybe he's really saying trade Joel Embiid. Okay, so it is 1,000% Joel Embiid. Okay, so first of all, highest upside, three, two, one. Ben J.J. Redick. No, Dang it. Not, no, J. J. not happening. Ben Simmons. Okay. Kill it. No. Second of all, okay, do you realize how easy it is to get a good center? A decent center. Like, okay, the game is not ran through big men anymore. They still do. I mean, they but, try to. But. But, the okay, when you look at it, the only, like, legitimate big man who plays back-to-basket ball, I would say is, is like Anthony Davis. And he's Jokic. like the lead, but Jokic, Jokic plays Jokic, more on the Jokic, perimeter. Jokic is like passing out of his post. That's, the that's thing. A, yeah, he, that's he, what I'm saying. He's posting up to pass. That he's not posting up to score. That's exactly. The, and if to me, like Joel Embiid is like a great center. Cool. Do I think he is the best center in the league right now? No. no. I could name three off the top of my head: Jokic, Giannis, Anthony Davis, and Giannis doesn't even play center. And I think he's a better center than Joel Embiid. That's yeah. the thing. Like you, you need to be the Top of the top, if you're building around your center, that is the thing. Like you cannot. It, ben Simmons has so much more upside here. If you oh if you build around Ben Simmons, like don't I don't I don't care about just talking about Ben Simmons. Just the fact that like the fact that he can play more than one position. That's it. Like it doesn't even matter. Like even if you think Ben Simmons like is complete upside is like eighty percent of Joel Embiid's complete upside. I would rather have Ben Simmons. It's position. That's all that matters. Because like the thing is like Ben Simmons. Okay. Let's say you got a super good draft pick from someone in a trade. Okay, what could you draft if you have Joel Embiid? Not a center, not a power forward, pretty much. The, the power forward would have to be a three that plays four, right? It has okay. to be a shooting, yeah, it, like it, a stretch. Yeah, okay. Um, if you have Ben Simmons, you're taking best available. It doesn't matter. If you love one player 
and he plays the exact same position as Ben Simmons, you're like, hey, Ben Simmons, you're going to play the two. Oh, uh, actually, you're playing the one now. Oh, oh, you want to play four? Okay, you're playing the four. It doesn't matter. You draft whatever you want. You have so much more room to, like, manipulate how your team's going to grow, how you're going to run your scheme. Like, yes, is he a hazard on offense, cur- like, currently? Yes. I wouldn't even say he's a hazard. It's, it's just because he doesn't have a three-point shot. Yeah. And say, okay, if you built a team – like the Bucks did with Giannis. Yeah, you can you can build a team. Oh my for goodness! But the dude. thing, the thing, that's the thing. Like they did not. We didn't build that team with uh, uh, someone like Joel Embiid at center. That's the thing. Exactly. Like when we when we had when the Bucks had John Henson, that's the exact situation that the 76 are in. In my opinion, uh, obviously less talented, but like you have a, you have a center who has to sit in the paint to be productive, and you have a player who needs to drive to the paint to score. Exactly. You have to pick. I, but that's what I'm saying. Like, he is a def- – if he's in transition, he will score on you yeah. or he will find the open guy to score on you. When they get in the half court, obviously the game slows down. And in the playoffs, the game slows down, which becomes the detriment to the team because people can sag off Ben Simmons, right. which closes up stuff for Joel Embiid. And he doesn't get as much working room. They're just hurting each other. Exactly. I mean – I like what they did. You have to take the best available when you're doing the process. You, Joel Embiid was the best. He should have gone number one, but injury concerns obviously yeah. put him down. I think Ben Simmons, he probably was the best player in that draft. Yeah. I mean, Pascal Siakam and Brandon Ingram have a case now, mm. but back then Ben Simmons was the yeah. automatic number one. I think the versatility that Ben Simmons has – you just want that on the team because yeah. obviously you can play him. You could probably play him five different positions. Yeah, if you wanted to, if you had, if say they brought in Mark Gasol, who I think is comparable, not age wise, but comparable play style wise to Brooke Lopez. Mm-hmm. You bring in like a Mark Gasol with Ben Simmons. Say you trade Joel. Let's try to make a trade package right now for Joel Embiid. Anything. If I mean, you, if you trade Joel Embiid for. I don't know. Give me Kyle Lowry. I'd love to see him with the 76ers. Give me, um, I don't know. Um, stop my head. I think um, you could. I, I, oh, what if they got John Wall? Uh, John Wall's more of like, I feel like he has a pretty similar play style to Ben Simmons, just not as big. The, right, but, but I'm just saying, like, if you could get like Bradley Beal, you though. could get like roughly anything you want because of pe- how much people like Joel Embiid. And because, like, like let's say a team that needs a center, like, if if you're a team and you need that centerpiece to really, like, build around and really go on, let's say you're a younger team, kind of like, like, I don't know, let's say, let's say, like, the Grizzlies didn't have Jaron Jackson. Let's say they went and got Joel Embiid. You could get almost whatever you want for Joel Embiid to build on to add to Ben Simmons. That's the thing. All right. What if you traded him to the uh, – trade – Joel Embiid to the Trailblazers for a package around C.J. McCollum. I'd love it. Like, say, C.J. McCollum, Anthony Simons, and a future first or something. I mean, I... Or Zach Collins. I mean, and then you throw in Shake Milton or something like that. I mean, I I think both teams say yes. If, if I'm the 76ers, I'm taking that and running. Yeah, Because sure. you're getting a guard that shoots off the dribble. That's the thing. That's, that's the best thing. And I think just because of versatility, that's the... I mean, I love versatile play. Like, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, he's on Thunder. He could play the one through the three. A ball-handling guard that could 
defend multi-position. Right. I love that. And Ben Simmons can do that. Joel Embiid can't. And that's what – if the game was more like the 90s, oh, I'd you say, take, you take I'd Joel say keep Joel Embiid. But since the game is more of a fast break game now, Joel Embiid's not going to be sprinting up and down the court. And he has injury issues. Yeah, He has like – I can't think of the word like commitment issues to playing. Yeah, like he doesn't want to put his all on the court every night. Yeah, and he's a complainer. Yeah, I, I think it's you don't you don't really hear a lot of Ben Simmons. Obviously, like he trash talked. Um, who was it? Um, who was it? He like shot a free throw and missed, and the player was like, the "Player was like, wow, trash." And then Ben Simmons like. Who are you again? Like <laughs> something like that. Like like uh, he has like a little attitude, but like I don't. Not, it's not like a bad thing to me. For so sure. you, I, we're both on the same page. They keep. Ben well, I'm thinking the team that they have already. Like if you play Al Horford at the five. Oh, we the we talked that before. Yeah, Al Horford. If you just even if you got nothing for Joel Embiid, like you just released him, I think their team is better. I mean, straight that's up. A, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you get a two or a three, like a shooting, mm-hmm. a legitimate shooting two or three. Just moving everybody back to their position. Tobias yeah. Harris to the four. Al Horford to the five. Yeah. That's a better team than you got yeah, right now. Exactly. Uh, yeah, I mean, I agree with everything you all saying there. Uh, Joel Embiid, he's two years ago. He's doing a lot in Philadelphia. He's he's a positive effect, but right now, he's definitely it's more of a negative effect in my opinion. So I, I agree with what you all saying. So case made there. So. Zach, you brought up John Wall. We haven't heard about him in forever. Longer than with, Katie. Right? Dude, he's been out for with an injury since, what, that? what 2018? Look at, that's like, well, I feel like I saw like a, like a calendar thing two months ago, and it was like it was like 18 months or something like that. Or it's been a long time since we've seen him. Yeah. And Bradley Beal has taken over that team and made it his. So, <laughs> I want you all to make a case... For when Wall comes back, he will reinsert himself back into the top point guard combo. Simple effect is that it, he's the top seller there. I mean, this season it was Bradley Beal, but John Wall is a guy in Washington. You know, let's say he he just comes back playing about his record himself, or he may come out hot like KD, like we're expecting, like KD. John Wall, it's his it's his team, it's his city right now. I mean, Bradley Beal is just having a great season right now. I mean, the simple, that's it, that's just the fact right there. It's John Wall's team still. I mean, he just what he just hasn't been around. He's been hurt. It's just Bradley Beal. He 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 was hot, so he's taking that spot right now. But when John Wall comes back, you're going to be seeing those two team up together. I mean, it, it's really that's what you're going to be seeing. Right. I, for me, it's it's purely based on like one. He was already one of the top point guards before he got hurt. You've had almost two years off, so. Pray to Lord you're healthy at this point. You better be. And, I don't know. Andre Robertson. And and not to mention, like, when he comes back, it's not like he's being thrown to the wolves. You have Bradley Beal, like, popping off right now. So he, first of all, doesn't have to put up 30 points what if a they night. Do, what if they do play the Timberwolves, though? Then he will be there. <laughs> Please play the Timberwolves. I just had to. They got, they got no know. guard to guard him. Uh, <laughs> but, like, he, I don't know. Like, he was already a top point guard before he got hurt. He comes back, he's playing in East point guards on two out of three nights. Like, easy. come on. Your, your, your biggest competition is what? Kyle Lowry, 
Okay. Kyrie, Kimba. But those aren't great defenders. But you're not going against, like, Curry, Luka, uh, like, you're, you're uh, Harden. Any, you're not going against, like, these kind of players, like, every night. That's the thing. Like, you're getting, like, not that you're getting nights off, but you're getting nights to, like, get yourself warmed back up and ready. That's the thing. Like, he was, he was already in, like, he's getting ranked against East Point Guards. I could see him being an all-star first season hey, back. If he plays the way that when he was – Playing before, if he plays in that similar right. of a fashion, I mean, he would be, he would be a reserve to me because if Bradley Beal is still playing like this, oh, he's the sure. starter. But like, let's say they have both Wizards in the All Star game since first time since never. Um, I mean, like because even before John Wall got hurt, Bradley with Beal was still kind of just like, eh, he's okay. Yeah, he's a good backup or not a good backup, but a good like second option. He's okay. Bradley Beal is a number one option right now, and you're gonna add John Wall, even if that means letting John Wall like go more off-ball or let him be more of, like, a setup man, just, like, having him as a threat on the court is going to help both of them. For sure. I like that. Um, with John Wall, you got to think, he was the number one pick out of Kentucky in the 2010 draft, and that draft featured some really good players from DeMarcus Cousins, Paul George, Gordon Hayward. Like, that was a good draft, and... He's definitely not the best player from that draft, mm-hmm. but he's easily the best point guard. Yeah. Like, that's no question at all. Um, I, I just think you Curry, even though he barely played this season, everyone still has him as the number one point guard. Mm-hmm. People have Westbrook, Chris Paul, Dame, Kyrie. I think he could jump Kyrie. I don't think Kyrie's that great of a point guard. He's just a scoring guard. I think Jamal immediately comes back and he's already better than Kemba. Oh, yeah, for sure. Just speed-wise, I think he's better than him. But obviously he's going to have to integrate himself back into the offense, not playing for 18 months. But that Wizards team is bad, yeah. dude. Bad. I mean, they could set him up to like have like a really good stat season, though. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm thinking. I think I think he'll reinsert himself back into being – I mean, we, we – Obviously, just, top, ten, top 10, that's not even a question. But I mean, we me. just watched Bradley Beal put up like 50 a night and like still like – be close to losing those games. That's the thing. Like losing most, I'm pretty sure he lost both of those like, when he put up 50, like the back to back nights. But John Wall is, I, I think he's going to be a really good player when he does come back, and hopefully he can lift up that Wizards franchise. But I, I think y'all did a good point of making that a doing a good case. But Zach, what you what you got for me? All right, so my last legitimate make the case is going to be make a case for me why the Warriors will be in contention for a title next season. Oh, this is simple. This is this is this is simple. Okay, Curry, Clay, Bingo. Draymond, and Andrew Wiggins. I mean, he's not an amazing player, but they said they're going to keep him for next season. Great They're gonna option. get the second option. I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> bro. Justin's just talking at this point. He's going with what he says at this point because if he, I, I he, he's gonna cover it all. He's gonna cover it all. He's like, yep, what that guy said. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but yeah, you got Steph, who's like I just said, the best point guard in the league. You got Clay, who's a top five shooting guard. Yep. Draymond, who had a bad season, but that's mostly due to the fact that. Curry and Clay didn't play. Yeah, I mean that's not his fault. He's, he's he was 
he was in a usual. He was in a spot that he's not usually in, and that's being the main scorer, the main ball handler. He cannot do that exactly. It's, that, yeah. it, he can it, be the it's main. Not his main spot. That that's why. Yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna cut in real quick. That all the conversations about like, oh, Clay's gonna go somewhere else and have his own team. This season should have told him he better not do that. Like, nope. that should have told him you should not go to somewhere, some other team, and try and do like the James Harden thing and like, oh, you're a scorer. All right, come be a point guard. Nope. He cannot do that. That that season this this season should have told me. I'll, I'll continue. Sorry, but yeah, you got those four. Who I mean, Andrew Wiggins isn't a great player, but he's already a twenty point per game score. You yeah. throw him on this Warriors team, they're they're gonna make him better. And then the draft, they're gonna have one of the top picks in the draft as well. They should have number one. They should, and so they can get probably the best big man available that they can build off of when it comes to the draft this season. Because right now, what they really need is just another big man. They just need a big man that they can build off of and make better. Like, let's say they can just get with a top big man in the draft. You're, you're looking at a championship caliber team because they have all the guards they need. They they don't even need this pick, honestly. But this draft isn't good, and I don't think they'll go for fit-wise. I think they'll go best available because why not? Like I would love to see them take LaMelo. I don't. I I, dude, love, I like LaMelo. I, I don't want LaMelo on because I don't like the Warriors. To see Think about, okay, you move, K, you move Clay to the three. You, oh, I, Andrew, I Andrew mean, Wiggins off the bench. Andrew Wiggins off the bench. You throw in LaMelo. But that's what they try to do with D'Angelo. Wait, so and you guys that, think Melo is going to be better than Zoe? Oh, for sure. Uh, it's, it's scoring. And Lonzo, like, if you had put my life on the line and Lonzo had to score more than 20 points, I would say no. 20. Honestly, I can't even 20. remember the last time he scored 20 points. He, he is the atypical 10-8-6 player. Ten, He's like a ten, Rondo. Ten, 10 points, 8 assists, 6 rebounds, or switch the assists and rebounds, like, which, depending on how his night's going, if, they're, if their team is scoring. Like, I just, Shoot, I'd say, I just I'd say don't 6 think, points. I don't think rebounds. he gets the – because, I mean, I drafted him in fantasy like two years ago or last year, like, and I was, I was like, oh, yeah, he, I'm not really worried about the scoring. I literally had him on my team – just for the intangible stats, just for like for him to get me ten assists, for him to get me eight rebounds, for him to get me two steals, for him to get me one block. That is the only reason on my team. I did not have on my team to score. That's the thing. And like the league is just so, like obviously this is more off topic from like the make the case. But I'm just saying like I think like Lamelo is just a score to the point where like it's his game's gonna translate faster. I think that there's only a few options that they're gonna go with. They're gonna trade their pick. I was I was just about to say that. I was like, how do you? What do you guys? Does it change your case for it? If let's say the Warriors trade the pick or they include Wiggins, uh, they they said they want him, but like let's say they include a player and the pick and they try and get another star. Like, I mean, it doesn't change my case. It just makes the case even easier to talk about. Right. Trade Wiggins, both their picks, get Jokic. They're not going to get Jokic. Yeah, I mean, they could get Joel and What if they did though? I, mean, I they wouldn't could hate get, that. I wouldn't hate that. But, I mean, it would probably take – they'd probably have to trade Draymond, Wiggins, and do a couple things, but – It'd be a lot. I mean, there there would be a lot of – I mean, shoot, they could get Rudy Gobert. Uh, but, yeah, they, they're they easily going to be in contention next year just with their main three. They added Andrew Wiggins. They're going to get bench players. Yeah. There's no – Alec Burks signed with the Thunder, and then once they traded – uh, Westbrook and PG, we we were like, if you want to sign here, we'd love to have you. But if not, you can. We'll let you go sign somewhere else. 
just because, like, obviously mm. the team changed. And he was like, all right, I'm going to go play for the Warriors. Yeah. And I'm... then they sucked. You just you – just, they're, they're in that situation where, like, their team is, like, just good enough to where, like, all right, if you're a vet, you probably want to slide on this team just to get a, get a ring. Yeah. To just say, you're a, to say a, you're a champion. I mean, what did Boogie do? Yeah. I mean, I, I – that – I. It was, it's a it's a lot easier case than like most people think, but like I want to just throw that one out there. So Justin, go ahead and give me your ridiculous one. For All us. right, guys. So simple the fact this is what's going to happen. Your twenty twenty one NBA champions will be the New York Knicks. Okay. New York Knicks. Okay. Anything hmm. else, or is that just, just straight it. up? All no, right. No I, guidelines. Here, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what's going to happen. Wait. No. There's no like guidelines or anything like. So. They blow it up. They're gonna take KD. They're gonna take uh, Kyrie. They're gonna. Wait, I'm wait, just kidding. Wait, I'm wait, kidding. No, no, no. K- okay. KD already <laughs> said it. All right, okay. I'm gonna pull the video. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay. So said it. on their team for that for this to happen, RJ Barrett has to an MVP. <laughs> has to. No, I'll tell they, you, how, bro. I'll they, tell you how. They it also they also have to have Lamelo fall to their team. <laughs> like the I don't even. Um, what do you think? They're trading for Chris Paul. That's a, the, they'll win a championship with Chris Paul. Mm. Do you get Chris Paul? Then you know what? They'll somehow make cap room. Anthony Davis, boom. They just Chris win Paul, Anthony Davis, R.J. Barrett, <laughs> Mitchell Robinson. <laughs> Shout out Mitchell Robinson. There would uh, I played with you in high school. Uh, there would have to be like. Wait, you did for real? Yeah, that's and dope. Who went to Pine Forest? A A U baby. Who went to Pine Forest? You didn't know that? Yeah. No, I didn't. Mm. So, he, this is this sucks. Okay, the, we're, we're just we're, making a fantasy league right now. Literally, but, but for it to legitimately happen, we're talking like RJ Barrett MVP. We're talking like Mitchell Robinson most improved defensive player of the year. Defensive player of the year. Okay, hold like, on. I want to. I gotta. I gotta hype my boy up for a second. So you guys know that he has he has blocked more shots in his career than he's missed shots. Like who? he's blocked more shots in his career than he has missed Mitchell field Robinson. goals. That's actually that's pretty a really cool. Dope fact. That, that, that's that like that's happened. like the typical like that is literally, um, oh my god, who's it? Marquise Bolden on, <laughs> on Duke. That is literally like that man took like maybe a hundred shots the entire that's, season and had like a hundred and some blocks. That's uh, Javon Delorier. Oh he my does god. nothing offensively. <laughs> he, look, look, he t- he has more charges taken than he's ever literally, scored points literally. in his life. But yeah, that, Justin, uh, I hate you for that one. Um, you said outrageous, and I got right, you with that. That's it's, outrageous. It's, it's gonna have it's gonna have to be an RJ Barrett blow up, and then a crazy, a crazy show out for their pick. For sure, I. It's not gonna happen, Justin. Did, so did we uh, did we show that one up for you now? I, I guess. Mm-hmm. All right, Sean, give me yours. Give um, me this crazy one. Here, actually, I'll let you go, and then I'll do mine. Okay, Justin, are you ready? I don't think I am. Okay, so. My make the case is, can you guys make a case for me why Kobe Bryant is the Walmart brand LeBron? <laughs> or not LeBron, no, 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 Michael Jordan, sorry. The Walmart brand Michael Jordan. Oh, actually, I'm just going to let Justin talk. I, I don't even want to do it. I just want to hear his explanation on this. Justin, make I can, it. Hold on. Make I, it. I can, can actually. Can you explain, like, wait, what's the, like, actual brand that, like, we're talking? Wait. What? Okay. You gotta, like, like I, I would call Michael Jordan the. Uh, the Jordan brand. The Jordan brand. And I would call 
Kobe, the Walmart brand. The the, the, the non-slips you buy in the back when you just got a new job. All right. I think that's a little bit too far now. Come on. <laughs> like, let's be Justin, real. Justin, make a case for oh me. Oh, my God. You have to. Bro. Come on. Make a Y'all case. you doing this to me. Make uh, a case. Why is he the Walmart brand? I mean, simple fact, you know, he didn't, he didn't win six championships in seven years, you know. Uh, <laughs> come on, come I on. I mean, what about his uh, his play style? It's 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 a knockoff version of Jordan. There we go. We're getting somewhere uh, now. Oh come what on. Else, what else? What we else? Got? What else you got? That he wore twenty four so he could try to one up Michael Jordan. Come on. I guess. Yeah, well, what else we got, buddy? Come How on. long have you been thinking about you got this? One. One. Come How on. How long have you been thinking about this? As soon as I came up with this idea, I was Bro. like, yeah, this is what I'm doing for the funny one. <laughs> for me. For me. Yeah. I mean, Sean's here too. To help I you mean, out. but my, I could give like legit facts about it. I just want to hear Because you... You ride Kobe Come on. harder right, than no, anybody because he's else. Because my generation of my favorite player. Why he, he is not your generation. <laughs> he's, okay. That man, that well, man was drafted basketball. five I years before Kobe you were Bryant. born. I watched Kobe Bryant. Like, that's what I watched. <laughs> Make a case. Kobe was drafted five years before Justin was even two. Cunts. He was drafted two or three. When were you born, Justin? Oh, one. Okay, Kobe was drafted when? 98. 96. Shit. Wow, you don't even know when your Dang, favorite player your was drafted. favorite player. Wow. Wait, so really, really knockoff right here. Come on. Wow. Justin, are you case. the knockoff Make version the of Kobe fans? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's mine. Make me a case why Justin is a knockoff version of Kobe fans. <laughs> Justin, come on, give, give me, give me like two more facts. I, can't, I don't make even the know case. Two point. more things. Come on. Oh my gosh. You come on. You've been watching the MJ documentary. No, it's come on. Give me one. Give me one good one. Make this case for me. Is this because you don't know enough about MJ, or because you don't know enough about Kobe? I don't know enough about MJ. Okay, come on. Why is Kobe not the goat? Oh, this, this is a come pain on. in my ass, dude. That's the point. You gave us one that was legitimately stupid. I mean, we gave you that one. was the thing. You said stupid and outrageous. So that's what I did. We said, we said no, funny. Honestly, no, you said you stupid thought, and outrageous. You thought about and that's this. what I did. Justin, Justin, we've been going over these for two weeks. Okay. And you, you brought this up. stupid and outrageous. That, literally, is, literally, that literally, is absurd. The literally. Knicks winning the championship is absurd. Ours is not literally, absurd, though. Ours is like... Literally, when, when, I, when I thought about this entire idea to do make the case, I was like, I was like... I have to do a funny one. I have to make Justin talk about this. That that was it. Justin, I'm just going to let it in there. That was a terrible case for it. We're going to let it slide. Sean, just give me yours. I don't, I don't even want to do one. <laughs> like Please. I don't I don't Please. have I don't have a funny one. Like <laughs> you can't follow that up. That, I, that's not funny to follow. No, up. Then? I, I don't really No, I think we should end on that one. Okay. Okay. Justin, um you know I had to do it to you. I'm sorry. I had to. You just sat there in pain for about three minutes right there, and it was great. He was squirming like, I know. like you know when it rains yeah. and the worms just like come out of the ground, That's and they're just squirming while the uh, while the sun just beats down on oh them, just like losing life. <laughs> that was Justin. Justin was, Justin bro, was dying inside of there. Bro, you know, you know what his last breath was when I told him that Kobe Mamba. was. When I told him that Kobe was born uh, drafted in '96 yeah, and not '98, that was my death. That was my death. He I, said, "Mom, but out." <laughs> 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 All right, so this is going to conclude the 13th episode of the Coast Coast Podcast. 
Um, make sure you guys follow us on Twitter at the underscore coast to coast. Um, we are going to actually be putting out a few more of these, uh, possibly in the future. Maybe make it a little series. Not next week. We already have something planned for next week, though. So make sure you guys tune in, and we'll see you all later.